Take the guesswork out of your cannabis shopping with ECS DNA Kit by Endo Canna Health. I did this years ago and it continues to empower me to get nerdy with my cannabis choices, which you know I like. If you've watched our Cannabis Legalization News podcast, did you know that right now you can save 25% off your DNA test at endodna.com? That's E-N-D-O-D-N-A.com and use promo code POD25. That is P-O-D, the number two, the number five. Your purchase includes the EndoDNA Collection Kit. Endo Decoded Report, Personalized Cannabinoid and Terpene Suggestion, Endo Aligned Product Matching in Your State, Suggested Dosage Guidelines, and Optimum Methods of Administration. Once you know your personal ECS data, you can shop Endo supplements tailored specifically for you. And right now, Endo DNA is celebrating their new patent with a BOGO offer on their Afeca Soft Gels lineup. Since so many of you struggle with sleep, I want to highlight Afeca Unwind created to support healthy sleep cycles using a patented proprietary formula of hemp-derived CBD, terpenes, and essential oils. If sleep is eluding you, sweet dreams are made of this. So buy one, get one, my friend. You can shop online at endodna.com. And don't forget promo code POD25 at checkout to save 25% on your DNA test kit. What's up? It is 2 p.m. on a Wednesday afternoon. Thanks for tuning in to Cannabis Legalization News, where we explain marijuana laws so you can change them. Today, we're going to be talking about COVID banking, or not COVID banking, marijuana banking in the new COVID bill or COVID uh, package. We're going to be talking about, uh, let's see, pot stocks and psychedelic stocks and celebrating our two-year anniversary. So congratulations, Tom and Miggy. Hey, we made it. We did it. Two (laughs) years. Yeah. Two years ago, I asked Miggy, um, when I was uh, a younger lawyer, because it was two years ago, I asked Miggy to join me as a co-host for a podcast, because I actually started this YouTube channel three years ago, and I called it Cannabis Industry Lawyer. And then I learned SEO uh, in September of 2018. <laughs> Did you really take that long to learn, like to, to realize that how important that is? Uh, yes. And not only that, I've fired coders that never learned how important SEO is. So if you like SEO, smash them likes and click subscribe and the bell, because that's how you're going to get notice of legalization news. Cannabis Pardon. legalization news. Damn right. So happy two years. Damn right. <laughs> two years. Let's go back in the Wayback Machine. We don't have any of that geared up right now, but we can go back to what the the first one was February 6th, 2019. We had 259 subscribers. Because like in 2018, when I started this, like in February of 2018, I made like, I had no idea what I was doing with YouTube. So I made like some goofy um, uh, videos a little, a little bit. And then by April of that year, I got fired because those fuckers sucked. And, <laughs> and I told them. And I told them and and then like it wasn't that I was bad at my job. I didn't particularly like it. So like yeah. it was pretty easy to tell them. Uh, and then they're like, well, see you later. I'm like, shit. And so um, I had to build an entire online law firm persona. And that's what led me to SEO by. And so like I had to start booking, you know, May, June, July. I took May off, actually. And um, and then I June and July, I had to start working really, really hard. And then by winter of 2018, things were okay. I was starting to make some money and paying the bills. I was still in debt. 
but that's, you know, things were starting to bounce. And I'm like, you know what? We should rebrand this channel, Cannabis Legalization News. And then I'll see if my old dear friend, Miggy, from the dank memes at go to facebook.com backslash free THC. Because mm-hmm. you cannot look for marijuana prohibitions unconstitutional on Facebook. Been shadow banned since like 2014, 2015. What was it, Miggy? Dude, it's been so long. I mean, you know, we peaked out. And it seems like we hit these stagnant marks, and yep. then and just like in YouTube, right? We hit a spike on uh, uh, for a while here, but we hit uh, a spike yesterday. We're actually under a spike. If you guys found mm-hmm. us yesterday, and this is your first cannabis legalization news, welcome. Thank you for joining us. This is where we're going to talk all about the cannabis news. We're just doing a little bit of man. Remember that one time two years ago? Well, you know, we because uh, I'm uploading everything to Vimeo now, and we're doing that transfer to Roku. We're on Roku now. So we're on Roku. Roku. We're on Roku. We're on Amazon. Well, not on oh, Amazon no. yet. Fuck Amazon. We are on Audible. Audible. We're on yeah. Audible. So that's Amazon's company. We are on Audible. Oh, well, find us there and then uh, Google Cannabis Legalization News and you'll find our website that's going to be relaunched here on Amazon Web Services any day now. But uh, so 259 subs is what we started with way back uh, in February 6th of 2019. Miggy and I did our first show and it was my first video that ever got over 100 views. Was it? That's I awesome. I think so. Um, the first year, if we pulled up our data, like it was pretty bad for the first year. Uh, well, it was fine. Like we, a lot of people never get to 100 subscribers. So like in yeah. the first year, I got to like 259. And then I brought Miggy in and we started doing the news just once a week, not twice. Uh, how many what X do you think we grew in our first year? Oh, I don't know. Not much, right? Probably like one times, two times. Nope. We grew 10x by our yeah, first sure. anniversary. Yeah. By sure. our first, yeah. By our first anniversary, I checked, we had 2,859 subs. See, even though I know the numbers are important, I don't try and look at them until, you know, after the fact. Like, I know, like, and I really appreciate anybody hanging out with us today and forever, yeah. whatever. Because, you know, when you asked me to, 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 to be with you on this, like, this adventure, uh, it's also, I figured, like, why not? Like, I'm always going to be talking about weed. I'm always going to be fighting for people's rights. As a matter of fact, as we speak right now, uh, activist Della Wisdom is going through court for her raid in Missouri, a legal cannabis uh, medical state. Uh, you know, this shit's not right. And, no. <laughs> you read Virginia's law. Virginia's law isn't legalization. It is uh, permission to buy it. Everything else is still illegal. That's not legalization. Um, home grows. We're not having home grows. I know. And then so then we get to year two. We started that last year at about 2,859 subscribers. And then we started catching mad uh, traffic spikes after the, uh, the Biden administration came in. And we're kind of under one right now because I did that Democrat in the Senate video yesterday. And that threw in like another four or five hundred subscribers. Uh, so now we're at like fifteen thousand five hundred. Uh, so like what X did we do last year? Man, we did 10x. Then, we did 10x our first year. So out of four, so I imagine 5x. It was about 5x. It was about 5.3x. And now we're entering year three. So I don't think we're going to be 5xing it. And geez, what will we be at then? Like 60,000 next year? That was you know, 
the more the merrier, man. I mean, more the merrier. That's right. I mean, smash them thumbs up if you like cannabis news and also the industry, because we do a lot of stuff about the industry. That video that I did helping people out getting their uh, cannabis applications for their craft growers supplemented appropriately. And now there's going to be new apps. Uh, check out Michigan, especially Detroit. And then we're going to have apps for Mississippi. We're going to have apps for New Jersey. So if you're from there, big Big thumbs up. Lots of content coming. Can't wait for Pennsylvania. And then Texas, that's going to take forever. New York, that's going to take forever. What do you think about these, uh, the congressmen, then when they say they're going to help push the uh, marijuana bank into the next package? Like, Because you just did a video on that, didn't you? Uh, I didn't do a video on that, but that's from a thing from before. But I'm going to let's let's prognosticate so that we have this within the first like 10 minutes from for so like in another year, we can snip back and see how many X we went. I'm going to predict... Uh, about 3x. I think we're going to have oh. about, uh, let's see, 45,000 subscribers this time next year. I say it's going to get more, dude. Like, like we've been doing this for so long. You know, I mean, I've been on the media side. You've been doing the, the lawyering activist side. You know, yeah. I, I think it's going to be more than that. And I think we got more potential. Uh, my thing is, I'm just not I've never used a flex in the media. Right. Like uh, as much as I've been doing, people recognize my face. They let me in the door sometimes. You know, that's the luxury of being a volunteer and being an activist. But on the same token, dude, like, you know, that's why I brought the band back together because our seo ninja is gonna help propagate our goddamn page in this channel and 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 it's gonna be i think great you know because at the highest i it's so cool to see you know at the highest the jeff achieved we're hitting a million unique hits a month and so when you watch those analytics of yep. like people hitting your website every yep. freaking it's it's so exhilarating and i think we're gonna get there again as soon as uh you know all the shit rolls out well it's if we continue to be trendy in the news aspect and then get cannabis legalization news ported over and we have some good designers that are working behind the scenes on that hey let's do a little bit of uh some florida news coming out of florida we're still waiting with bated breath and please drop this in the comments if uh you already know of it the results of the flora grown lawsuit last time i was aware there was a second hearing sometime in February regarding the constitutionality of what they call the MMTCs, the medical marijuana treatment centers in Florida, which mm. are terrible, like terrible in the sense that they have require vertical integration. You want to get into the cannabis industry in Florida? Do you got $70 million? Okay, you do. Great. Call me uh, or just email me at Tom at collateralbase.com simply because otherwise you're not going to be able to get into Florida uh, the way that it was structured. And so this floor grown case could kind of turn it more into an Oklahoma, not nearly as freewheeling. There will still be a lot of regulation. There's a lot more regulation in Florida than there is in Oklahoma. But what if there was more than one license type, the MMTC? What if there was a cultivation license? What if there was a retail license? What if there was a transport license? What if there was a research license? That's what I hope is coming to Florida. But stay tuned for 2021, man. Are they going to try and avoid making it a uh, horizontal? I mean, a, a vertical? Is that what they're going to do with all the licenses? Or is it just going to be like, you just got to buy multiple licenses if you want to have your brand on all that? I don't know, man, but somebody's joining us from Idaho. Big ups to Idaho. One day, one day, Idaho will become the 50th state, or maybe even by then the 51st state in the union to legalize weed. Dude, bad news uh, on Idaho, though. They That legislation made it one more step today uh, for their constitutional BS about banning uh, uh but it's still not valid. Like there's there's a conservative group in Idaho that that did an assessment saying overall the bill is a bad bill when it comes to 
not just like whether or not legalization should happen, but if it's a good for the people as far as, uh, uh, you know, limiting rights and whatnot. And yep. so we'll see how that goes. Kentucky, what's up in Kentucky? We did a video on that over a year ago. They're going to have to reintroduce that bill. I want to say it was SB 350, but that could have been Pennsylvania's. And so Kentucky actually did have a medical bill that made it out of their Congress, but it got stalled in their Senate. So hopefully uh, Kentucky will join the ranks of medical. Uh, That'd be awesome if it's in this year, but I have no idea if it will be. Yeah, my computer's lagging right now, so I'm trying to do a switch on it. (laughs) You know, Miggy, you know why we do this? Let's bring on our guest. Let's, let's. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there it is. That's why we're here, everybody. She's good on you. That is uh, that that one of those phenos down there. You see that pheno in the very bottom of your screen, the one that's kind of really squat, and you can tell it's got the purpling of the leaves because it's near its harvest time. The yeah, one yeah, to yeah. the left is is an earlier flower, and so that's got you know at least four to six weeks, depending on how slow it goes. Uh, the one on the right. Uh, right there, the one down at the bottom of your screen, that one is technically not a plant. According to oh, um, right. <laughs> according to the the regulations on uh, cannabis and medical cannabis in Illinois, you're allowed to have five plants uh, that are over five inches tall. And that's an auto flower that I had a terrible uh, gnat infestation when that one was germinating. And it was just so sickly that uh, it, it, it maybe the pheno would have been squat anyway. I don't know. But um it was so sickly that it just never really got off the, the ground. And then I had a pH issue. And by the time that it got old enough to know, it's, it's basically ready to cut right now. It's actually, you know, 14 or 15 weeks old. I can smell so, uh, well, the, the mites and then the pH imbalance really stalled it. And so because of that, that plant is only four inches tall. It's just like a four inch nug and it's just <laughs> a weird looking pheno. And uh, because of that, it doesn't count toward my plant limit. So we're looking at two plants under the statute in Illinois. However, it's technically three plants. That's right. Smash <laughs> some likes and give us some subscribes if you think the cannabis laws in your state are bananas. Andy says your garden makes him sad. <laughs> what is that? Your garden makes me sad. I know. Andy, it makes me sad too. It makes me sad too. I appreciate you raised, Yeah. You raised a bud. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's so cute it's so stupid oh it's so awesome dude but you well, know let's, what? let's dive into the news what happens yeah. news this week lauren can you share a story story with us there we go oh, wait wait we have we have seven more minutes i'm a little early <laughs> congress says that they will push for marijuana banking to be in the next covid package this had happened before and was a sticking point back when they were uh, more republicans than democrats in the senate and so now that the safe banking act could be reintroduced and then passed as it already had been in the last congress in the house i hope that it is actually included in a one of the one of the following coronavirus relief, yeah, next year's budget, and so I I don't know if there's going to be any movement on the Senate for full legalization, uh, the More Act, for example, because that's a lot of political capital. But I really hope that they're actually going to include the Safe Banking Act because it had already been included in previous Corona. Uh, coronavirus relief packages. However, it had always gotten shot down by the Republican Senate. Ain't no Republican Senate no more. No, that'd be nice. Are you, I'm more worried about the filibuster and all this process. Any of this stuff, like 
just because we still have 70 assholes that will vote against or whatever, you know, like we don't have still, 70 assholes, we have 50, 50, but still that was it? 97% of the Republican party voted against any. Yeah. Candidate. But you wouldn't know that from a lot of the comments on our videos, No, uh, you know, they are just, if you are a Republican, that's fine. It's fine if you're a Republican, but don't have a preconception that your Republican Congress representative is going to vote for cannabis legalization, unless, of course, you're Matt Gates. Well, Gates or Gets? Dickhead is what I say, but you know, overall, it's this whole misnomer of like left, right, Democrat, Republican, you stand for this or that bullshit. It's like, so my friend who's being prosecuted right now in Missouri, a medical legal state, she ran for goddamn uh, a congressman as a Republican. She's, she's a white dreadlock lady, you know, uh, uh, activist who's been like, you can find her videos everywhere. It's a low hanging fruit when it comes to like, oh, we got a criminal. Why do like, you think I don't want to go to Wyoming? My, my friends are like, let's go to Jackson Hole. It's going to be so much fun. I'm like, what happens if I start working in Jackson Hole? Are they just going to come for me? Are they going to be like, I, uh, I noticed that you're you're helping traffic the marijuana. Oh, no, I've been to Jackson Hole. It's scary, too. Like, like they uh, I was driving through trying to find a pipe and uh, there was no pipes at all in Jackson Hole. They are anti-prohibition like a motherfucker there. It, it, trust me. Actually, that would be pro-prohibition. Anti-prohibition is what legalization. Yeah. Let's just see what else is in the news these days. What else we got? We have uh, some breaking news. New Mexico senators file two marijuana legalization bills with more on the way. New Mexico appears poised to join its neighbors. Wait. Which one's to the left? Arizona borders uh, New Mexico and California, right? And then New Mexico is to the right of Arizona. Okay, so uh, Arizona is going to join its neighbors to the west and try to legalize weed. I think they'll do it. They had a strong uh, uh, political-wise. There's nothing been – they're not like South Dakota. Like the governor hasn't said, no, we're going to go against you. Or or have I heard about law enforcement being against the the two? I I think it's definitely going to pass in New Mexico. I think it's definitely going to pass in New Mexico as well. New Mexico, again, who did they vote for? They were a Biden carrying state. And so because of that, I, you know, it doesn't matter because this isn't a red or blue issue. This yeah. is a Republican or Democrat issue. Like everybody likes weed. It's just that sometimes people hate the other party so much that they don't want to give them what they already what they both believe in. And that's terrible. Okay. That just hurts everybody. This is why we can't have nice things. Damn right. That's right. Then we got stuff in Australia. Oh, stuff in Australia. Australian Minister of Trade, Tourism and Investment introduces the Narcotic Drugs Amendment, cannabis, Medical Cannabis Bill 2021. So Australia hopefully is moving forward with cannabis legalization. We had some mad guests on. Let's see. Uh, we had Dr. from... <laughs> Uh, his name is Space and I mean, I know we had Sean Hawking on and shout out to Sean and the Cannabis Law Report was on. But then it was Dr. Belkin. Uh, remember him, the, one of our international episodes? Oh, maybe Lauren's got the name for him. Uh, Balvin. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. And then he had a very interesting um uh, a piece of technology that he was using with blockchain to try to track everything in uh, Australia. So hopefully um, he will be able to get in on the Australian market. And same with Sean. Sean's a good dude. Yeah. Well, it's a matter of time, dude. I mean, yeah. Australia is not like uh, 
a whole country set in 1930. They're they're pretty progressive and 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 forward thinking. I mean, God, Thailand's freaking legalize it. Why? Can't just, Thailand's legalizing it. I mean, so what else? We, oh, you know who's won uh, the war on drugs? Drugs. Drugs. <laughs> drugs have officially war, uh, won the war on themselves. Yeah, and then so the mushrooms are getting so hot right now. Oregon's law to criminalizing small amounts of heroin and other street drugs officially goes into effect. And so that's fine. You know, it is not it should not be a crime to be caught with drugs. It sh- it should not necessarily be legal to be caught with drugs, but just because you are caught with them doesn't mean you're a criminal. It may mean that you have some addiction and substance issues, which this the the state in my opinion, if it's going to promote the general welfare, it has an obligation to uh, rectify as opposed to burdening us with creating felons. But isn't the whole point of the prison system is to, for corrections? And, and that used to be a thing. Like when we had Chris Martin on, he talked about how the difference of when he was early in as a youth, right. you know, they, they were trying to give him trades. And, 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 and but as he got older, now you're just cattle. And right. so, yeah. No, now you're just, your head's in beds. He, yeah. he went and then big shout out to President Biden for uh, nixing privatized prisons at the federal level. That is excellent. There should be no profit margin in crime. Yeah, I don't care ever. if there's a legitimate profit margin in crime and you privatize those prisons. That means that there is a legitimate profit interest and heads and beds. And I think that's one of the reasons why they are. And then he, he complained that it was just a lot of Mexicans that were arrested. So, like, I also don't believe that if you're caught. Uh, in this country illegally, uh, that it, it should be a crime because then it's just perpetuating that uh, that that profit generator for these privatized prisons. There shouldn't, you know, if you want less crime, uh, <laughs> don't have a profit motive in prison. And then, unfortunately, though, the bill did it's not one hundred percent. There's still going to be profit used prisons for some things like for illegal immigrants. It's not one hundred percent a clean slate. I mean, there shouldn't be incentivizing for putting people behind bars period we i thought this was america we're going to try and build each other up not well, that's the other down. thing i mean they, they were so quote unquote tough on crime and if you want to watch that uh documentary on crack on netflix it was pretty pretty interesting and so they they keep getting tougher on crime in the 90s and then all these crime bills and that's where the disparity disparity between crack cocaine and uh powder cocaine sentences really came to the foray yeah and um just hearing about how they've they've done that to to create these two types of of things. I mean, it's just it's just wrong that it used to be about the rehabilitation, and then they got tough on crime, and then it was just about keeping them coming back. Yeah, I mean, just people have this thing. It's like every time there's a new cannabis bill, we have to have ways to punish, right? Like there's got to be this criminality about something. There, well, there, that's there's- the problem. It's like, well, what's tough on crime? Is it tough on crime because oh oh, you know what it is. Hang on. Let's get tough on crime ourselves. Uh, I, I have just the thing. Let's, yeah, let's throw to a 420 bumper because you know what it is somewhere? You know, I think this is a good lead into the next article, though. Uh, as far as we're talking about crime and cannabis and drugs, uh, you know, the article with, from uh, UC Davis counties with more cannabis centuries show reduced opioid deaths. Blah, say that 10 times. Okay. Opioid death. Yeah. Yeah. 
There's too many, too many things to say. But then uh, not only that, it's the effic- uh, the uh, addiction issue regarding a safer substance that you can give people. And I'm, I'm a perfect example of it. I haven't had anything to drink in like four days uh, because the weekend was about four days ago. But then also because you can use this stuff and uh, non-alcoholic beer has made huge strides, by the way, uh, to to offset the amount of substances that you use. And this yeah. is starting to become more and more documented. So people that have pain issues or other substance abuse issues, this is a safer alternative that your government should have a legitimate interest in promoting. So if you are trying to benefit the people and most politicians claim to be, why they haven't uh, gotten on board the cannabis wagon is it just reflects their ignorance, you know? Well, the holistic option, right? This My first option should be something in my garden. Like if that's how I want to live, you know, and if it doesn't work, then I go on to the pills or whatever else that happens as an option. But to, to yeah, to, to, to regulate a plant that could potentially heal, help you, yep. uh, it's, it's the most asinine, frustrating thing in our society. And this is why we're here talking yep. Is yeah. what, you know, shout out to Maryland that has an OK medical marijuana program. It's fairly it's not vertically integrated, but it may as well be. But, yeah, I mean, opioid deaths have gone down since dispensaries have opened in Maryland. That is something that's being reported on state after state that legalizes their opioid usage and death goes down. So the access to cannabis is another uh, argument in favor of full adult use legalization, because then you have immediately provided the average adult that has need for pain, that palliative care option that they did not have before. And, and, and to face it, like once all these states go down with opioid deaths, you know, they're not going to go away because people are still people. But, you know, we can bottom out to all this fucked up stuff that happens in society every day. We can say, OK, now we can address the ignorance or the addictions, you know, or the people who just can't function. Right. Like there were we blame cannabis for people not being able to, like, go to the job or perform your goddamn lawyer managing a multi-tier system, you know, personnel. What's up, Mississippi? You know, actually, they, they passed medical, didn't they? Mississippi's what's up, man. Mississippi's going to probably hopefully have a, an interesting spring because they're going to have regulations. And then I'll know about how to price that Mississippi application. As soon as we see them regulations and the license types that are available, if you're in Mississippi, you can start making like some st- strategic guidance plans right now. The thing you really need to really understand with the cannabis industry, especially the medical cannabis industry, is it's the more regulated of the two flavors of legal cannabis. We're not talking about Oklahoma. And so, um, but just by and large, right? <laughs> and one of the other things that's in the era, the uh, Mississippi language, from what I recall, is the MMTC, the Medical Marijuana Treatment Center. So if you're in Mississippi, call your legislature to, and then and make some checks out to whomever, and then call the people that are in the Department of Health and say like, hey, uh, let's let's protect the patients and let's protect the, the businesses of Mississippi so that it's easy to get a license and there can be an adequate supply for the patients. And so that's really important, uh, you know, getting in touch with your regulators, uh, your elected officials so that they can have sensible regulations so that the market is open. For example, like the cheapest grow you can get is probably a class A Michigan grow license outside of Oklahoma. The cheapest regulated grow you can get is probably the class A, you know, Michigan grow license. 
guarantee just 500 if, plants. You know, if Michigan or I mean, if Mississippi were to uh, uh, legalize any, any form of cannabis, medical or recreational, their barbecue is gonna be so fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> it's already off the hook. I'm yeah. just saying. You had a little weed to that bitch, and oh come on, like woo. you know, Texas is full of people that smoke weed and, and love barbecue. Then again, there's the big dark barbecue debate, dry rub versus whatever, so. Colorado. You. Yeah, the barbecue debate. I'm sure they got a barbecue debate over in Colorado, but uh, thanks for the shout out, guys. Um, what else happened in the news this week? Well, I mean, we got I, Virginia. Well, let's before we hop into Virginia, let's talk about Illinois for just a skosh. Okay. Uh, Illinois came out last week with a pretty good bullet about um, how they were going to do almost what I think is going to turn into the rescore of the dispensary applications, because essentially they just hit everybody who applied uh, with the 10 day notice. And a lot of the 10 day notices make no sense. And like a lot of my clients would get three different scores for essentially the same uh, exhibit. And so not essentially the same exhibit. I mean, there's customers customizations and, and and work with it but you you make the exhibit so that they are compliant and so and then you look at it and you're like well there it is there it is again okay we didn't cite it completely appropriately here you know it should have been eight iac as opposed to just the 1300 going um and so it's all this stuff that you now have to go through and then you have uh, until friday to get those in so everybody who's working on their 10-day notices best of luck out there with the same freaking governing body checking the same numbers right kgb kbg yeah but i mean it's at least they're trying man at least they're trying and are so they? I, are they? <laughs> they have a contract that they don't want to give the money back on so they should be trying to perform and uh, the other thing is that's another reason i think this stuff i mean if you put in an application for a grow and a dispensary and you're wondering what the rescore may resemble i think the rescore is going to resemble exactly what the department of agriculture is doing regarding the notices of deficiencies for specific uh, exhibits and specific points because that same type of legal provision is in the uh, dispensary section of the statute and also the regulations so get ready for more fun uh if you put in that dispensary one and um i just hope that it doesn't happen next week so yeah virginia we're looking at a possible uh sell through committees as friday jesus virginia said in a committee approves the adult use cannabis legalization bill i was reviewing this bill in anticipation of making some content for it and i'm not the biggest fan of the bill uh it does not legalize cannabis it legalizes oh, right. the sale of cannabis and that's it and so now there's going to be a government granted monopoly on the sale of that cannabis all of and this is this is similar to any other state all illicit market on all on licensed market will remain illegal and so um and it only protects the purchaser so like if you grow and i don't think there's any home grow in it you know uh, mm. if, if you grow and you're caught even if you're a medical patient you know that's that's illegal the only cannabis that you can have you had to have bought from a licensed provider you know i i, I know it doesn't cause create the infrastructure but you know and, and i hate to say this but any legalization good legalization i was so against i-502 here in washington state the the recreational market i mean again i was a spoiled kid because we had the medical that was like oklahoma it was amazing we had dab lounges we had you know like i could smoke and consume and no one gave a fuck about us but uh um 
the regulation comes after people find out. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I like the fact that people can come here from out of state and make purchases and do whatnot. You know, everybody, everybody can experience it. it it's a, it's been alcohol or uh, cannabis be alcohol. And second to uh, our, our second uh, biggest crop is uh, apples. Wow. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's the fucking industry. It's, it's a, it's a moneymaker. And, and I'm happy like to, to be here with you as we talk, you know, they're doing a show cause it helps your business. Yep. Right. Like I'm all about can people in cannabis being successful. I want people to buy boats. I want people to go on vacation. I want people to have good times, yeah. and, you know, but at the same time, we have people in prison. We have people still going through this. This is the we only industry that's so trying to lock up the industry and not share it. Yeah. We can't, but until every state and everybody has a chance, you know, we still got to knock all these dominoes down, I think. Yep, absolutely. I mean, it's one step after the other because people are like, oh, gosh, what are you going to do after you uh, have the more act pass? You're just going to, you know, shut down the channel or what's what's normal going to do? I was like, well, I guess we could drop the legalization from the title. But um, uh, that's not really necessarily true, simply because, you know, once the more act passes, it's not going to go. It's not. Hey, hemp farmers in the house, once the USDA, once the Farm Bill of 2018 legalized hemp, was the regulation clear? Fuck no, it wasn't clear. I mean, it's still not clear. Two years later. And so that's what's going to happen. So you're going to have this regulation. Is that going to be clear? No, it's going to be all the states doing their thing. And then eventually the feds will come out with the regulation. It may or may not suck. What happens if a Republican gets in office? And, 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 you know, again, like the activist side of things, like the whole purpose of being an activist is to put yourself out of business. Like, yay. And then we go to smoking videos. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's too much work to be done on either side. Yep. And so what we got going on in Missouri, somebody asked, I saw uh, it is medical there, but they're still prosecuting. As I was saying today, there's a case going on with the Della Wisdom, uh, previously known as Della Falk. But I'm looking up right now, uh, Missouri. Oh, it's Department of Health is in charge of the uh, medical marijuana laws in Missouri. That often happens. The Department of Health is in charge of them in Arizona and also, I believe, in Mississippi and probably other states, especially when they're medical. Yeah, I don't see any uh, recreational laws pending, though. I think there is some. No, somebody did put in a recreational bill, didn't they? Uh, for which state? For Missouri. Yeah, Missouri is, usually has recreational bills, and they're probably also going to be a recreational ballot initiative. That's probably how Missouri will legalize in 2022. Uh, I just don't think that its legislature, unless they've really come around, is uh, ready to vote for cannabis. And so medical cannabis dispensary in Berkeley. Okay, great. There is actual news out of West Virginia. Do we have that to, to share? And then let's... Uh, Let's check on some comments for that. All right. West Virginia Wednesday, that is today, brings about the start of patient registrations for mm -hmm. medical marijuana in West Virginia. Eligible West Virginia residents will be able to register for access to medical marijuana in the Office of Medical Cannabis for the first time at noon on Wednesday. So awesome. Next thing is West Virginia is technically known as the Mountain State. So take that, Colorado. Uh, we are happy to finally get this rolling out to the patients, says Jason Frame, director of the Office of Medical Cannabis in the State of Department of Health and Human Resources, Bureau of Public Health. Nice. And so uh, 30 physicians have already been approved nice. for the 
um, to, to write the scripts. That's that's something you have to understand about how medical cannabis works versus adult use. Medical cannabis, good teams have doctors because somebody's got to write that script, bro. And and they usually have more uh, regulations for um, Miggy's got to take a time out. All right. Well, I'm back. I can kill time. Can we get the uh, bring the guest? They will bring back on the guest, and then I'll also be. Uh, uh, oh shit! It's a different um, uh, thing. I wasn't done yet talking about the uh, medical cannabis in Virginia. Can we get that article back up? Sweet. And so here they are in Virginia, and it appears that several states have delayed the implement. Several issues have delayed the implementation, including, uh, uh, you know, who is going to bank it. So there might be some credit unions that'll be coming out to help bank the West Virginia medical cannabis. And uh, there's been a hundred available medical dispensary permits that should be issued. Some of the winners have already contacted us. Hopefully, we'll have one of them on in the future. One of the things that I would like to be able to see is a list of the identifying um, uh, 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 the identifying conditions that you can actually get a medical uh, uh, you know, recommendation for uh, cannabis in West Virginia. Uh, let's see. Are there any? I have the, the I'm looking at how I can like sign up for it, but where are the actual qualifying conditions? Lauren, do you have the qualifying conditions for us on this? I got a bad back. I qualified on that. I'm looking. Yeah. Case the Mondays? No? No, I just I, I told a guy that I would talk about this, and I've just been so busy, I haven't touched this stuff. No, I mean, as far as qualifying conditions, that should be a goddamn case of the Mondays. Case <laughs> of the Mondays. That would be hilarious if case of the Mondays <laughs> was one of the qualifying conditions. Uh, society? <laughs> Yeah, well, here's the, here's the actual app. So after you pull the act, Miggy, fill some time. I'm going to see if I can pull up the entire act. And then here's some definitions. And then under the definitions, there should be a term called qualifying conditions. So back to the Missouri question, uh, I saw I found a, uh, that thing I was talking about, about the, uh, the recreational, uh, a uh-huh. Republican lawmaker submitted that. Right. That, right. That's why it stood out to me was, you know, a Republican lawmaker in Missouri is trying to make uh, recreational at the same time. Uh, my friend's being prosecuted as a Republican in the same state. It's ass backwards. <laughs> Serious. Serious medical condition. Is that what it says? Yeah, but that's what's what like what constitutes a serious medical condition. So it's not a qualifying condition. It is a serious medical condition. Uh, let me see if I can just you know I'll I'll try to uh, get in on the fun here and share my screen regarding the seriousness of these medical conditions. I, I am now zooming in on the wrong frame. Uh, so here they are, and it's let's get right up into its grill. Oh, a serious yeah. medical condition means any of the following: a cancer. B, positive status for human immunodeficiency virus or acquired immune. Wow, they they spelled out HIV and AIDS. Uh, And then it's ALS, uh, Parkinson's disease, MS, damage to nervous tissue that creates intractable spasticity, epilepsy, neuropathies, hunting disease, Crohn's disease, PTSD. That may be your catch-all. Thank goodness they've included PTSD. Intractable seizures, sickle cells, severe chronic or intractable pain. There you go. Uh, Terminally ill means a process. So we we have chronic pain and we also have um, uh, uh, chronic pain plus PTSD. T 
two That's catch good. calls. Yeah. Yeah. Two catch calls are fantastic. And then terminally ill, of course, means medical prognosis of life expectancy of approximately one year or less if the illness runs its normal course. Miggy, if you're terminally ill, should you be able to use mushrooms to feel more at peace and one with the world? Motherfucker, I should be allowed to do whatever I want. <laughs> You know what? I just don't understand this whole like giving permissions to do things, man. (laughs) Why? Uh, You don't understand being given permission to do things because you come from the West Coast where it's like freedom, man. And so I'm in the Midwest and then the East Coast where it's all about shame and judgment and how dare you and don't you know? Uh, All those Puritans out there, man. You know, and that's, I think we still have lingerings from our origins, right? Hey, man, lingerings the origins miggy you tell it i'm gonna do something real quick oh somebody's uh about to partake in some things um but uh yeah i don't know i'm stumbling but actually i have something very uh uh because again uh i'm so pissed that my friend is going through trial right now from a raid that happened on september 17th 2019 and and uh i'm gonna do a, a video probably later on but she actually facebook lived her raid like she uh what was yeah i mean facebook live uh the officers came she was very uh polite very she held it more together than i would like, like you know between the anger of uh drones flying over your house and inspecting your yard uh, they they use the national guard to, to fly around her acres like there's just so much wasted money and time over even if she was al chapo of weed like that's not a reason to fucking waste all this money to come after somebody yeah you know we actually got like a, chi- a not a chinese that's clearly japanese i, I can't pronounce that that dude's name when it says this channel is gonna blow up so like we had somebody reach out in one of the comments saying like you need to have a, a japanese cannabis legalization show i'm like do you know any activists he says yeah i talked to this guy so uh this guy or whomever from japan so that we can like talk nice. uh, and have a japanese episode please email Tom at collateralbase.com or Lauren at cannabislegalizationnews.com. When I was in Japan, uh, 20, um, let's say like 20, 2005, uh, for the Navy, uh, they had a very uh, strict outlook on cannabis. It was very uh, forbidden. And uh, uh, so that's cool that we got a, a Japanese guest. Tom, just ghost me. All right. I did not guy. just ghost you. I, I, wanted, I wanted you to have some time while I got a, a beverage. <laughs> it's all good, man. This is fun, man. I enjoy doing this with you at my lunch break every week. Do you think we would have had more viewers and subscribers if we didn't have guests? Yo, so yeah, you know, I, I told you like our first guest was Beadworks. Like Beadworks, first guest. And I had already like kind of dabbled a bit with the guest thing. And I was like, oh, collaborations and long form content. But I love that we've had our guests, man. I've learned so much. And like we've gotten yeah. such access to insight and we were able to share so much knowledge. Like who should we have on the guest for year three? I don't know, but we should definitely get some uh, people uh, to to tell us. Because I mean, we've already fanboy, dude. We had Keith Drop, we had Danny Danko, uh, uh, Ed Rosenthal, uh, uh, Steve D'Angelo. I mean, and then like you know, on the activist side, you know, Weldon, uh, uh, you know, Angelos. Uh, uh, who else? Uh, uh, my friends, Kristen Chris. Floor. Um, yeah, I mean, there's so many. We had so many business people on as well. We've had so many great consultants and lawyers on. And um, and I really liked uh, Ed Ber- when I was in Jack Berugian on uh, talking about hemp futures because I'm nerdy and I like finance yeah, and stuff. That was and cool. Josh and, and Luke and all the people that have come on the program. Uh, big 
thanks to them. And now that we have so many more subscribers, we'll we can like reach out. Like Ed Rosenthal's like, let's do it again. Like, yeah, let's get Ed Rosenthal on again. Right? Ed, last time we had like six thousand subscribers. We got like ten times well, you know, three times that now. How many more people would Ed be getting as opposed to like a hundred views that we have right now? It'd be like five hundred views. I mean, you know, when we have people like Ed on, to me, it's like uh, we're giving them the rose, right? Because that's what to say. You know, you want to pay dues and respect the people who are still here, who who've done a thing that you that inspired you, or Tommy Chong on. Can we do that? Oh my god, that'd be dope. Yeah, that'd be going. I'm like, oh, I'm talking to Tommy Chong on my shirt. I would have to fucking smoke weed for that one, dude. Oh, of course, everybody would. But like, you know, (laughs) and then of course, Cheech as well. I mean, absolutely. Can we get? Cheech and Orchong on, or Cheech and Orchong, or, uh, whatever. But um, uh, that's really the cool thing about it, simply because there are so many people that have smoked weed and that have advocated for that lifestyle and culture uh, to their detriment, to like yeah. to, to expose themselves to criminal risk. And, you know, it's great too with the uh, the Roku channel. So I couldn't secure cannabis legalization news. The name for somehow a reason someone already locked it in whatever but we're known as canvas legalization network and that, that's just so dope for like because we're gonna bring on luke we're gonna bring on josh you know we're bringing on different people with different skill sets and different whatevers you know and uh it's fun it's a fun ride man yeah it's uh it's something else but um it's gonna get bigger and that's the thing like after legalization it's not done it's kind of like hemp do you have any idea how many more hemp clients I had after like fed, uh, federal hemp legalization? It was a lot. Uh, but then there's still no clarity on them. And it, it just would be ridiculous to see the the evolution of how they legalize it because they've never had it. You know, they just they've never regulated this plant and now they're going to try it. Uh, so it's going to be pretty interesting. And, and the consumer still needs to be educated, right? Like not everybody knows that we have an endocannabinoid system. Some of it still think it's magic. Right. Uh, If we ever get a budget to run this show, that's going to be it. Like if anybody wants to be our guy on the street in like L.A. or or some major metropolitan area after you can actually talk to people again on the street. Otherwise, we should just do this with a Zoom conference and like a little robot that has like an iPad. That'd be dope. Oh, no. You know, somebody would jack that robot. (laughs) Did you remember that robot that they sent across country? (laughs) They beat the shit out of that thing, dude. (laughs) Somewhere I think it was like a Chicago dude. Ask people on the street. Oh shit, he's stealing us. Oh yeah. (laughs) Especially in Seattle, dude. We have these things called line bikes all around the city where you can rent a bike or whatever. Right. These motherfuckers show up in like lakes. (laughs) They just show up randomly in different places. But yeah. It's been the shit, I tell you. And you know, it's uh it's just kind of getting started. That's one of the nice things that I really like about running a law firm, startup, whatever. Um, everything's like a and I and I try to tell people this when I'm when I'm working with them. And we have methods and they're the methods that we have that are the best so far, but you know, there's a lot of redundancies in these methods and we're always like looking to make them better and more streamlined. And so sometimes people like they look at how things are and that's just like the policy and the way things are supposed to be done for, you know, fulfilling the, their duties under their, their job. Uh, and, and cannabis is kind of like, you know, working in cannabis is you have to kind of throw that out. You know, uh, you're going to still be trying to use systems and processes, but you're trying to evolve them because the ones that we currently have are they're brand new and or in the sense of cannabis, they're crap. And yeah. so, well, what's your alternative? What what are you going to do instead? And then to, to show people how you can, like, take the money, the tax dollar and chop it up and say, like, fix these areas over here that we clearly blighted. And, uh, you know, don't just put it into the 
the till because you know it'll all just go to pensions then. <laughs> but I mean, definitely, there's there's things that can be done. Cannabis, the the legalization will definitely improve society and all the stuff that we've already been preaching about. I mean, half the stuff's already come true that we've been talking about for life as far as wellness goes and old boy addiction. Hell, Alabama just the Senate just committee just passed a medical cannabis legalization bill. You see that one? Like Alabama. Like banjos were playing when I said that word. Wants to get in on that sweet, sweet medical marijuana money. And also for the patients. It's It really is. It actually, that's that's one of the things. Big shout out to Dr. Uh, uh, Russo for coming on and explaining to us uh, the medical applications and uh, why it would work. Because of what the endocannabinoid system is and why there's all these host of illnesses that can actually be treated uh, from it because it could be imbalanced if you deprive your body of cannabis as the square world would. You know, like Dick Nixon probably suffered from cannabis deficiency. That's why he acted like that. Right. Look, cannabis wouldn't be a medicine if there wouldn't like to prove that cannabis is medicine. How about that? Seven point two billion dollar fucking deal with gw pharmaceuticals right the, the 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 english company that we were talking about before with uh dr russo previously was on but yeah. they just signed it with a far a pharmaceutical company a, a, a deal for 70.2 billion right not million billion gosh darn world's world's largest cannabis deal it takes the and remember how uh dr russo mentioned how he got paid uh they don't. All right. We'll see. Like because of the cannabis industry, I kind of like zeroed in on that. I'm like, yeah, well, yeah. I have several. I have a holding company with several licensing agreements oh, that I have profits with, and I'm like, well, how much of that licensing in there and the royalty on that? Do you think Ethan got some of that money or Dr. Roos? I bet he might have. I mean, like it depends on what that IP bundle is that he's licensing. And so that that license and another one of the interesting pearls of wisdom in the cannabis industry is it's licenses on top of licenses. And so when you hire a consultancy or an attorney firm like like the one I I have, uh, you're getting a license for that information that you then use to obtain a license. You, when that lawyer signed that agreement between those two companies, was he all like, oh, shit, like, like, you know, he's getting a huge little chunk of that. Like, well, that's one of the reasons why, you know, a lot of the lawyers will be like, I'm just going to go in-house one day. They're going to go. It's going to be legalized. There's going to be all these listings on the stock market. I'm going to have them in these stock options right there. We're going to go public after the lockout period. You know? I, it, it's just it's just wild, dude. I, I, there's so much money in this business that. First, you don't make any money. First, it's all about the patients, the people, the rights. And 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 then you have this retarded amount of fuck you money surrounding you. Like, it's frustrating at the same time. And that's why I think, like, why I've been doing what I'm doing. Because it's like, you got to create your own piece of the pie. You got to take the, the initiative to and take the time to invest yourself and, and, and put it out there. Like... I straight up just wanted to be a blogger. That's how I got started. I just wanted to write. I just wanted to write and be left alone. You know, so and the cannabis industry is an ancillary. And so when you see those predictions of like by 2020, whatever, it'll be a hundred billion dollar a year industry. Nah, it might only be at like $30 billion worth of cannabis sales. The other two thirds of the industry is going to be these ancillary players. For example, yeah. journalism or attorneys or dirt salesmen or light salesmen, you know, or having a license. IP genetic because that stuff just so frosty. Uh, and, uh, uh, hey, that's Matt Capulator, right? You know, um, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, it's just there's so many. That's why we've had great people that run vertical enterprises, uh, vertically integrated cannabis businesses on the program. And they say, get in where you fit in. Yeah, that's it. Right. You can be a cannabis accountant. Like, how sexy is that? Yeah. (laughs) I was just so bored with these spreadsheets. So I made them about weed. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, it's all auxiliary, right? There's, you yeah. don't have to touch the plant. You can just be around it. You can be the dirt guy for all you know. And the that's the- or like, what about like, could I have an entire business model on that loophole right there? Of like, we'll just have four inch plants that we harvested. And then that oh will ever count as having a plant. So like if you create a pheno that just starts flowering immediately and it ends, it's just like a nugget that's like, you know, a, a quarter. You try to get a quarter in a nugget to keep it under five inches. Okay, genetic playtime, go and see if you can make that gene and then just print those just like straight see a green method. Just It's going to come up. It's going to flower. It's going to be this tall. I, I don't have any plants here. I just have ounces and ounces of lawful weed okay fine possession limits whatever you know <laughs> the fact that people are getting high we're talking i love you guys oh heck yeah <laughs> you know what we should do let's hit it one more 420 somewhere and then wrap up our su- uh, second annual celebration or well the first one that we did wasn't a celebration we weren't like we're gonna start a podcast <laughs> we're still here <laughs> it's still going on people like us and what All right, well, let's smoke one with the guys then, uh, you know. Smoking one with everybody, not just the guys. I'll be smoking in four hours. Uh, I'm going to stop smoking. I'm going to go back to work. All right, well, that's going to do it for today's Cannabis Legalization News. Uh, Happy two-year anniversary, and thanks for tuning in, everyone. Make sure you like and subscribe. Keep up with all Cannabis Legalization News. We'll see you on Sunday. Sweet. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>